0: Welcome to Seat Time, everybody, the off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Seat Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here, your host for this fine Tuesday evening. This is episode 176. It is uh, sometime in August. In Texas, it's warm and it's quite well warm. There's really no other way to put it. Hot, <laughs> Hot. Hot. not comfortable. Uh, we're excited because we're all getting ready for the Tennessee knockout coming up this weekend. So we have quite we have a plethora of information going on uh, this this episode. Ready? I know. Look at that antenna's up and everything. It's awkward. Don't point that thing at me. It could get weird. Um, of course, Seat Time is brought to you by the fine folks at Fly Racing, so flyracing.com. We got a chance to talk with Jason Thomas last week where we talked about some of the 2016 gear that they released. Obviously, the BOA uh, strap system is awesome, so if you haven't had a chance, definitely check out that episode. It was neat to get a chance to kind of talk about what is coming um, and some of the neat new stuff they have for their lineup. Of course, Kinda Tire USA. You can learn more about those guys at kindatire.com. They are a huge supporter of our show as well this year. Happy to have them on. Of course, we will be announcing the Kinda TKO training winner as well, uh, some from the hashtag. So thank you very much for everybody that uh, submitted um, on all of their favorite uh, or favorite social networks. We had a lot of fun watching that and going through everything. And I just said, "You know what, Steven, you picked a winner." You picked the winner. I'm stressed out, man. I'm stressed out. No, uh, we, we, we were very diligent. We found some good stuff. And we had a lot of fun doing it. So thank you very much for everybody that used the hashtag TKO training. We look forward to seeing you this weekend, even if you didn't win. And then, of course, to find folks at Stillwell Performance, you can check them out at StillwellPerformance.com. Alan Stillwell, a huge supporter of Seat Time, been with us for a very long time, does a lot of of amazing suspension work. If you haven't had a chance to listen to anything that he has done on the show, please do so. Obviously, all of our videos that are up there on YouTube, if you see Alan Stilwell, it's going to be smart to listen to that. And as well, we've got random, or not random, other videos that we've pulled out of episodes with bits, you know, five to ten minutes here or there, talking about different types of suspension setups or different type of specific events that are... Even for quads. Exactly. So and And the utes... So great stuff there. So huge thanks to Stillwell Performance as well for their support of the show. Of course, we're episode 176. We are archived on our site, which is seattime.co. You can find us on YouTube, of course. You could subscribe there or Stitcher and iTunes if you're in the audio-only uh, you know, frame of mind. I don't know. We are fairly attractive people. With awesome mustaches. Speak for yourself. I know, right? Hey, I'm
1: just, I'm just an old F-A-R-T.
0: Hey, but that's okay. Not all farts stink. I don't know. That was, that was pretty bad. Uh, the chat room, of course, tlk.io slash seat time. I, as well, am actually going to bring it up as we talk about it. Sorry for being a little bit late tonight. It was one of those deals where we were trying to get everything going, having a lot of fun. Uh, and then all we're like, hey, why can't we get a signal? And we're like, I don't know. We're not connected to the internet. What the hell's going on? So we had to kind of, unfortunately, quickly
1: sort that out. So Blame it on the Chinese hackers.
0: Those bastards. They got Sony and then they got us. It's That's ridiculous. It? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, of course, we're going to talk about the of TKO training. Super excited for that. That will be coming up first. Then we're going to do our Johnny Walker interview that we had. Uh, I did that last week while at work, so that was interesting. But it was my lunch break. I did that on purpose. And then, of course, uh, so if you guys haven't noticed, go to the site. There's a little shop tab. Um, currently right now, Drop Catch. It's awesome, awesome, awesome little uh, uh, bottle opener device, but it's got a magnet, so you can just literally stick it to the fridge if you're willing to do that, and you just boop, and then the cap gets stuck to it. It holds like 70 beer caps. And, of course, it's custom etched. It is a Seat time specific custom-made Drop Catch for, uh, you know, us. We have 15 yeah. of them. We've we got used le- them this weekend. Yeah. we got 11 left, and that's it. I, I can't tell you there's going to be any more. I mean, if, if for some reason there's high demand, sure, we can talk to them to see if we can get a couple more made. But there's not probably probably not going to happen. So if you want one, do it. I can deliver them to TKO this weekend if that, if you'd like to do that. We already do have a couple people that have uh, asked and sent us money, and that's going to happen. Um, I am later this evening going to put the koozies up there. So if you'd like to pick up some koozies this weekend, those will be per- uh, available for purchase on the site. And you as well will be able to have those delivered to you at the TKO. Uh, give us reviews. So, iTunes, give us a review. Um, drop comments in YouTube. All that kinds of fun stuff. It would be awesome if you did that. Of course, if you share it, that's always fun too. But, you know, treat that as you will. So, so a couple of recent happenings. We're going to have Johnny Walker, mm-hmm. um, a, a guy, that, the hard enduro star, extreme enduro star, at the TKO this weekend. That's that's That'll pretty pitching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has been completely dominant this year. Now granted the only race he hasn't won has been Ersberg, which is the one that they shared. You know, him and him and the three other gentlemen. So four in total, uh, it was just that tough. They needed each other's help. They made a pact. We're all going to do this together. They all helped each other together and then they all finished together. Did they all ride from the same row? No. Yeah, no. But that's okay. They okay. made a they, they they helped each other and they made that pact and they went with it. So, but they're, that, they're just made out of something else. Uh, and, and I was I was texting with a couple of different people today, and if you notice, some of the people that are extremely extremely good at, at this in other parts of the world, not the states. Now Cody Webb is a phenom here in the states. He's doing phenomenal with all with all our hard enduros and extreme stuff. But in the in the in Europe, most of these guys are from climates that are extremely moist. Um, like look at uh, Johnny Walker and Graham Jarvis from the UK. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just always 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 raining. And then you've got, you know, like a a Taddy Blazuziak as well from Poland. That's a very, you know, moist climate. Uh, A lot of those European countries seem to get a lot more rain than we do, and they have a lot less places to ride. So if it's raining, they probably just ride anyway. Um, And so it seems that those guys are very, very competent in these extreme hard Enduros, especially when it gets wet. If we go to the TKO, what does typically rain in the afternoon at this event, and like we saw last year, Cody Webb lapped almost everybody. Um, in that situation. So if we come down to that, is it going to be a head-to-head battle between Cody Webb and Johnny Walker? That'd be nice to see. Uh, Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, how... how, No, wait. How depressed would everybody else... For
1: me to see, it would be nice for you to be on the track getting lapped. No, I don't want to be out there on Sunday. (laughs) There ain't
0: no way that I want to be out there on Sunday.
1: I want to take my pictures. I want you to be out racing.
0: I want to be out racing on Sunday. Saturday. I want to make... No, What did I say? You said Sunday. Oh yeah, no. I don't want to be out there on Sunday. I want to be out there on Saturday. I want to do the morning race. I want to qualify this time for the afternoon. I want to do that, and I just want to ride it. I want to just have some fun this time. Do the whole day of riding on Saturday.
1: So. So I'm the pit dad for a guy who wants to lose.
0: I don't want to lose. I just don't want to win. I don't want to lose. Where I go No chance of winning. How about that? Where did I go wrong? I've just. I'm. You know, Eh. it's a mindset, you know, it's, it's, you just make it work. We make it work. Or lack of mindset. Um, so this past weekend though, uh, full gas sprint enduro had round four, their FMF sponsored round and holy crap, Caleb Russell was obviously pissed off about losing the, the most recent national enduro. And then of course, round three of the full gas sprint enduro because he came out like a bat out of hell and just kicked ass. He extremely, extremely dominant at the full gas sprint enduro. Um, the the video footage that we're seeing from guys yeah. like Rob Mitchell out there, obviously Colker Patrick was out there as well at round three. It, it makes you want to go. It's yeah. it's it's a very very catchy format, and it's one that you want to
1: attend. I want to attend. But it also lets you know that the guys at that level fast. You know, we can be good locally. We can be great locally, but it's a big you know small pond, big fish. Mm-hmm. When you make the step up. It's just an amazing leap that these guys are just at a level you just don't comprehend until you get lapped by them. Yep, and I have, and it sucks, but you just deal with it. Yeah. So, but yeah, well, you get better
0: or you quit. Yep, and that's a, that, that's why I think it would be even cooler to be able to go to some of the full gas sprint enduros, if if not to go and compete, but at least maybe go and kind of check out the event because you could just. It's always so awesome just to physically see how fast these guys are going. Yeah, um, the speeds that yeah, they I just, carry just never. It, it, and on TV with motocross, it's the same thing. Same it same never thing. translates very well. Nope. Until you get to see it in person. Now supercross, pff, you know, that's fun. But motocross. Uh, so that's why full gas. I'm good.
1: really enjoying the uh, European races. I really yeah. am enjoying. Is that enjoying just because Zlatoz not there anymore? Uh, no, I was hoping he would do well, but the <laughs> tracks are just—they're so. Good, because they're just high speed, rough, they're rough as can be, but they just are good tracks. A lot of racing, a lot of passing, all the things you hear. If I designed a track that somebody said, that track's hard to pass on, I would be embarrassed. I would be totally, completely embarrassed. But you go watch these European races, and of course, some of our outdoors, Mm -hmm. there's passing all the time going on.
0: Yeah, that's what you would hope for, because
1: that's where you're going to get really good, really good racing to watch. And not really... Crashing necessarily, but passing. You know, you set a guy up two turns in advance, you square the corner, he thinks you're outside, you cut him on the inside, he goes, ah, and lets you go by. It's beautiful racing.
0: Uh, speaking of passing, how about uh, Bogle this past weekend yes. at Unadilla? Yes. I got a chance to finally watch the 450s. Uh, and, and by watch, I mean listen to while I was at work. It was just on kind of like second monitor, just kind of like out there happening. The whole time you just hear about Bogle, Bogle, Bogle on that 450. And you could tell he kind of he kind of you know blew his wad a little early, if you will. He just doesn't have the stamina on that bike. He's been injured for a while. But to show the speed that he showed yeah. and the way that he got a chance to battle with cannard I thought yeah. that was
1: and very, was very impressive. And I enjoyed watching Anderson again. Remember how I used to tell you on a two fifty? I used to love watching him because he was all over the bike. Jason Anderson. His, his, his you know, his legs were here, his other legs were. You was like there. the leg
0: swag? So, uh, I, I just like the
1: fact that he was just all over that motorcycle because he's not a short guy. Right. And he's starting to do that now in the 450. Mm, it's getting and more comfortable. starting to get a little quicker.
0: Uh, so you're, you're a style guy. You like you oh, like fashion style? over function. There's no style. He's is, just all over the place. Style. He's That's a, style.
1: That's what the kids would call leg swag. Wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> That's how I used to ride. Yeah, and yeah, it happened more often than not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, is, this, is that how you lost your front tooth?
1: No, that was pizza in Colorado. Yeah, sea time adventures. Sea <laughs> time adventures. And then I put it in my pants, and my loving young bride of forty-two years—I forgot to tell her it was in my pants. She washed my pants, and my tooth is gone. Mm-mm-mm. So I have to have a implant. Awesome. As if my knees don't have enough implants. Now I have to have one in my face. Can not Can we fix
0: all this? Nah. We're stuck right. with that. There's no need to. Got a haircut. It's you. Getting all suave for the weekend. I like it. So, talking about the weekend, kinda TKO training. Awesome, awesome, awesome job, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much for using the hashtag for the past couple weeks. Had a lot of fun uh, going through all these. I'm sure everybody else did, checking all this stuff out. We even had a bunch of... Uh, imp- uh, Submissions on YouTube and Facebook and everything, yep. not just Instagram. So awesome seeing that. So I got a couple runner runner ups um, before we get to the final winner. So the first one is May Rose Nine um, Hundred One. I loved. I, I I one of the things I was looking for while making these uh, picks is that I didn't just want to see. You know. A picture of somebody riding a bike, or this, that, the other. Like, so I like the aspect of okay, I've been riding my bike a lot. I got to do the top in before I get ready for this event. So it was a, a picture of him doing his top in on his bike. So awesome, awesome on that for sure. Uh, then second kind of runner up in this picture was James Ellis, and I'm just gonna title it the Smoker because there's this awesome picture of all these dudes, or not, well, not all these dudes, but like all the bikes. They're hanging out. They're out there practicing. And then there's this one guy walking around with a cigarette just hanging out of his mouth. And I was like, yep, that guy's not going to make one lap. I don't know who he is. And if he's going to Kinda or if he's going to the TKO, I feel sorry for him. Jim just Cook, are you watching? Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> bad. I feel bad for sure. Um, and then uh, last runner up for this picture anyway was Jay Willop. Uh, and I'm just saying, bro, if this was a pint full of awesome hashtag competition, you would be winning. You would be mega winning. It would be winning right now, as the Americans would say that watch downhill racing. That's how this would go down. So awesome job. I, this is the epitome of having a good time. So thank you for that submission. Absolutely. A couple honorable mentions before we get to the actual winner. I just wanted to say big thanks to Veronica Witzel and James Ellis. Both of you guys, phenomenal job with this. What I liked with both of you guys is you guys showed a well-rounded approach to this. Like you wasn't just riding the bike or it wasn't just... You know, packing up and loading. It was the whole deal. So, Veronica was out there working out. She was on her bike. She was the way she was eating as she's getting ready, posting other pictures from other events that she's been at and using the hashtag. So, I appreciate that. And then, of course, James, he's like, I'm breaking parts. My girlfriend's fixing parts. Uh, He's got somebody else changing tires for him. I was like, this guy knows how to get other people to do work for him. And so, with that, awesome job. So, let's, our winner though for this is Jay Willop. Um, and it's not actually the pintful Full of Awesome picture. It's a video that he submitted that is him riding, and I just thought it was really well done. I like the edit that he put together, and I'm glad that he had fun with it and submitted it to us uh, within the kind of TKO training video. Nope. So we don't have sound. I just got a form to that, so I'll bring you back to my glorious voice of sorry that it sounds like this. Um, so what, what, the way this is going to work is we're going to bring, so we're going to reach out, we're going to bring the tires that you select. Hopefully it's the equilibrium rear and we'll go ahead and bring a, a, a triple sticky front for you. Uh, Friday, you can pick it up from Mike Tosh there at, uh, he's the kinder rep. He will be there. We won't be there until Friday evening. So it'll be better if you want to mount them up to use them at the event to meet up with Mike there. Uh, at the event, but obviously, we'll connect before that You reach out to us if you don't, but before the end of the show, we're gonna reach out to you so awesome job. Thank you again. So uh, some big news too. We were mentioning Johnny Walker coming to the United States to mm-hmm. come to compete at the t k o We talked a little bit about it last week when we had Caleb Ramsey on, so there's a lot that could that could happen that could go wrong like honestly, like he's flying over tomorrow or Thursday, and he's coming to the venue and then he's racing and going right back home. You know, somebody from the United States is is setting up a bike for him. He's probably going to bring a suspension, maybe a couple other setup pieces. Um, But there's a lot that could go wrong because we know that guys like uh, Cody Webb have gone over and tried to come in hot, race, and come out, and they're dead. Like, they have no energy when they're over there. They don't know how to eat. And then, even when they get home, they're still out of it for a week just Mm -hmm. because it's just so quick. So... We're going to see how it goes, Um, but what happened is is because he's six hours ahead of us, so when we go live right now, it's 2.30 in the morning over there, so I did an interview at work during lunch, so I could eat at the desk and did all this, and we're going to play that for you guys now, so you guys kind of have a little bit of an inside look at what uh, Johnny Walker thinks about coming to the United States to compete at the 2015 Kinda Tennessee Knockout. Here's Johnny. audio so we've got johnny walker here of course i'm at work we've got to make this kind of stuff happen when it can he's six hours behind us so it's like 1 p.m 1:30 1 here it's 7 7:30 7 where he's at in the uk we just got to make it happen as we can so to make it quick make him have a good time and of course get me back to work because my boss is probably wondering where i'm at we got to say johnny walker thank you very much one for joining us so how are things going in the uk Yeah, it's
2: good. weather's not too good, so I'm indoors at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, that might make it better for you in the long run since you're coming to uh, to Tennessee Knockout. Do you know that it typically rains there every year? Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
2: I I haven't really done much research on the race, but I've watched a few videos, and it looks like it's been sunny in the day and then raining when the main race kicks off.
0: Yep, that seems to be uh, kind of, kind of uh, kind of the way that it works out. For whatever reason, it's swampy, muddy, nasty, and every now and then it gets really wet, which sucks. But hey, we're gonna have a good time. So we notice you're I doing feel s- like I'm at home. What? Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's the, that was one of the comments I was going to make is in the long run, you're probably used to riding in the wet. I can only imagine that that is uh, something that you're, you're quite used to is when it's nasty, muggy and, and, uh, and wet. So how did all this come about? Like what brought you or brought, brought you being aware of the TKO and wanting to come over or, you know, someone at KTM calling you up to bring you over? How did all this kind of come about? No, I've wanted to
2: come for like the last few years, but it's just like, it always clashes with the races and stuff like that, but this time it's, there's nothing on at the moment, because uh, my schedule now, I've like cut down with races, so, you know, it makes it a little bit easier to do more races that I want to do, so this is one that I wanted to do, so I'm
0: coming out. That's awesome. Well, uh, so who did you set this up with do you like call your ktm people and make that happen do you call red bull like what kind of like you when you go you know what this is one of those races i want to make this happen how do you kind of like step it up and say let's do this and then who brings who brings it to the table to make it work
2: yeah well i was speaking to eric because i i know that he runs a race so i was always speaking to him and he was always wanting me to come out so you know all just worked out i spoke to ktm america and they've been really good so You know, being a factory rider makes it a little bit easier because we can sort stuff out, no problem. But, you know, I I will just be on a standard
0: bike, but it's no problem. Bikes are good, so it should be fine. Right on. Well, um... So coming over to the States, I know we talked a little bit. You're only going to be coming in a couple days before the event and then obviously going right home after the fact. Do you think that, that that's – we know Cody Webb has had some issues with that when he's come from the States to Europe to do some of the super enduros. Are you kind of concerned about that at all? Obviously, maybe with bikes set up as, as you're kind of getting here, moving quick, uh, ready to compete at the, at the event? <laughs>
2: No, I'm I'm good. I've got a good setup at the moment, so I'm not really really worried about the bike. It will just be the the time difference, and I know I know how, how hard it is for Cody and Kyle and Evan and Taylor that come over to race the Super Enduros. How difficult it is for them. So, you know, I kind of did my research, and I was told it was just better to go straight in and straight out. So that's what, that's what I'm going to do. Hopefully, it'll be fine. But um, you know, it's it's totally different riding somewhere else. So I'm a, li- I'm a little bit worried about that, but, you know, as long as I enjoy myself, I'm sure I'll ride good.
0: Yeah, and, and what people like myself who are pseudo-involved in the industry, you know, we do seat time and we have a lot of fun doing that, but we're only off-road, you know, we're not very large. But I can tell you that people like myself and even above that are super excited to see you coming in to compete at this event because it kind of puts it on the map. You know, people have paid attention to the videos, they've, they've <laughs> checked the results and things of that sort, but I think having somebody like yourself, like when Graham Jam... Graham Jarvis came to King of the Motos. That really elevated that event. I think you coming over here could really elevate this event as well. So you've competed, though, with Cody Webb quite a few times in the past, couple Super Enduros and other events uh, in Europe. What do you think? I mean, he's, been, he's kind of been the guy at the TKO the past couple of years.
2: Yeah, he's good, obviously. You know, he's an awesome rider at everything. He does, like, indoors or outdoors. He's, he's, he's tough, you know. He comes over, uh, over to Europe and he races awesome, so... He's definitely going to be hard, and um, with him winning it for the last three years, is it, I think? Yep. And I've been watching the videos, so, you know, he's uh, he's definitely got the home advantage, but I'm riding good at the moment, so uh, I know if if everything goes well that I'll, I'll be up there, so, you know, that's my my goal, and, and like you were saying, it's it's cool to come out and race in America because there's not that many extreme races. Uh, they all seem to be in Europe, so to get out there and race in front of the Americans would be cool.
0: I agree, man. Well, cool. Uh, Besides, you know, you kind of coming in and coming out, are there any other kind of, you know, key points to this? You know, I'm obviously going to want to talk with you in person, do a little bit more interview when we have time, when you're there, we're going to get some pictures and stuff like that. But uh, other than that, you're just, have you, how how often have you come to the States? I mean, there's no chance for you to check other shit out?
2: No, I'm not, I'm not too, um, too worried. I was in Vegas a month or two ago, came on holiday there, so that was fun, but. You know, I never. I've been a few times, and I just stop at Kyle Redmond's house. I get on really well with him, so I've been out with him maybe three or four times, and then that's it. I haven't been over for a year or two, and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, to be honest, because you know it's been that long. And my my goal is in a few years to come and race in America. So you hell know, yeah, uh, the Enduro Cross. So that'll be it would be a good experience, and uh, I do like America, so I can't wait to get there.
0: Right on. Last bit. So I see that awesome sign that you have in the background of all the bitchin' races that you've done. And this year, you've really kicked ass at a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of those events. So the Grand Slam. I mean, right now, it really does seem like it could be possible for you to get a win at all those events. You've just got two more to go, the Megawatt, and then, of course, the Sea to Sky. I mean, does it still feel feasible? It still feels like it could happen for you?
2: Yeah, it's it's been a good year. I can't complain. I've uh, I've rode pretty good at every race. Uh, I did most of my training in the off season, and and now I'm I'm not training as hard as I was then. I'm kind of taking it a little bit more easier. But you know the, <laughs> the results are coming. I'm riding well, and most of all, I'm having fun. So that's that's the main thing. And uh, you know, I've got the two races that they're important, but you know, I'm not exactly going for the grand slam because if I get beaten, you know, I know I've got beaten by good guys because i've done all my training so you know graham's riding awesome at the moment even though he's old you know he's we'll
0: we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll say older we don't want to call him old (laughs) because he he could kick all of our asses and his technical skills are ridiculous
2: like how he still rides at like at that level is unbelievable he must be you know he must be putting a lot of effort in and you know there's so many good riders now like gomez and everyone so you know yeah. they're, they're going to be fighting to try and get a win in this year but obviously i'm going to be doing the same so as long as uh i work good with my mechanic and i do my training before the races you know everything should go good
0: well i really appreciate your time i hope the the fun hair and the mustache didn't scare you too much but obviously you were able to deal with it it's, it's handleable which i appreciate very much and uh, yeah i look forward to meeting you next week when you guys get into town we'll be down there on friday i'll be competing in the amateur events so maybe you can be out there rooting on all the losers like myself not losers Guys that are getting their asses kicked. Let's put it that way. That's the way it really should be stated. And uh, just fighting for a chance to say hi to everybody at the end opposed to actually racing on Sunday. So good luck. Travel safe. And we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. See you soon. Thanks, man. Peace.
2: Yeah.
0: Awesome. So obviously we don't get a chance to do this very often. That's one of the things we hope to to accomplish going into 2016. We've been trying to – put together uh, a couple different deals, if you will. Uh, obviously more on that as we get closer to 2016. But the plan is to either A, be at a couple more events or be able to have funding to be able to get a little bit more footage from events so we can do more things like this where we can... It's obviously easy to do. We, we have the technology. It's just, unfortunately, it's the content. And, and it's the ability to organize the content beforehand so we can actually create a show for you guys. The thing is is I have so many stupid crazy ideas that I would love to try to do, but I only have honestly like an hour, hour and a half before the show to plan. And it's just that that's not the time to get creative. It's just not. Like the creative juices can't flow that quickly and I can't work Photoshop magic that fast. So I do pretty well though, but
1: you know, you've done that all your life. Yeah, we just it's 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 unfortunate
0: that this is not uh, currently, a full-time gig. If it was, we could commit, you know, a half a day up to every of every every show, and it would be a ton different. That that's you know that four hours to be able to commit to something like this would be so awesome, and we'd be able to put so much more effort um, into into creating the content. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Taylor Robert?
3: Oh, just driving through the beautiful Kentucky countryside. Awesome.
0: Well, hopefully we don't lose you, so we're gonna just just jump right in before uh, things get too crazy. But uh, so you're already on the East Coast. You're driving through the Kentucky side, K- Kentucky countryside. What are you doing? Are you are you out training, or are you driving east? What's up?
3: Uh, I am in a, well, on, now on the tail end, but pretty still still pretty close to the middle of a three week road trip with my roommate, Mitch Carvolth. And um, yeah, we're, uh, our last stop is to hit up the Tennessee Knockout and then head back home.
0: Awesome. It Did Did all of this start at that amazing video of you guys mountain biking at the Trestle Bike Park?
3: Um, so that was actually about a week into our trip. Oh we, my gosh. Uh, we, we left home two weeks ago. We went and did uh, some some riding in Rico, Colorado. And then we went and did a race in Montrose, Colorado, just a little local indoor cross race. And then from there, we, we did a bunch of mountain biking. We went to Aspen for a day, Keystone for a day, and then Trestle Park for a day. And then from there, we drove straight to Wisconsin for Phil Smoggi and Sarah Whitmore's wedding. And we were actually at their place for four or five days. And then we just left there yesterday and we started heading, heading down south towards TKO. But we're actually going to make a pit stop uh, tonight and ride with Jordan Ashburn tomorrow before we get down to the Trials Training Center.
0: Epic! So, are you going to are you going to work out with Rich Froning tomorrow too while you're down there?
3: <laughs> I actually have no idea what we're doing. I just told Jordan <laughs> we're. I told I told Jordan we're coming through, and he's like, "All right, well, I got some good stuff to do, so just let me know when you get here."
0: You're like, "Oh man, don't make me follow that blue Yamaha. It could get weird." yeah exactly (laughs) well um okay so of the mountain bike perks you know this i I love downhill mountain biking i've been doing it for a long time and i I miss it a lot so of the of riding aspen keystone and then the trestle bike park either your favorites or maybe some of the highlights from from riding those different parks
3: uh well we were both so mitch and i are both really into downhill and dirt jumping and just really like riding bikes but uh we thought that Aspen was super weak. They only had like really one trail and it was not even, it was like a, kind of amateur intermediate trail compared to Keystone and uh, Trestle. So we had a really good time at, uh, at Keystone because they had the longest runs and they had the yeah. most runs. They just, they had tons of runs there yeah. and the runs were like, I mean, if you just jammed from the top to bottom, without stopping, it still took you like 12, 15 minutes to get down the mountain, um, where even like Winter Park had some really good runs, but they're still only like, you know, five to 10 minute runs.
1: Yeah. Some of those Keystone runs, even for skiing, it just takes you forever to get down the hill. I can imagine in a mountain bike, those would be awesome.
0: Yeah, Keystone's awesome. What I love about Keystone over Winter Park is, is I found that Keystone's way more technical um you know granted you're gonna have fun at either you know but keystone is more like trails you know like technical badass downhill trails where winter park has become a little bit more bike parky a lot more berms a lot more kind of jumpy-esque which is still fun and flowy that's great you know it just depends on kind of like what you're looking for i guess in that situation so
3: yeah well and then and then that's, you know, what Winter Park is famous for is that they have that slope-style trail there called the Banana Peel. Yep. And uh, that thing is massive. Like, all the obstacles are huge. I posted that video, but yeah, the video, you, you know, it's still, it never does it justice. All those drops are, like, 15, 20-foot drops, and then that, that step-on, step-off, like, whale tail feature, that thing's, like, 15, 20 feet in the air. So everything is just massive and pretty gnarly consequences, but... Still, probably the most
0: fun I've ever had on a mountain bike. Oh, that banana peel made me wish that I was—I still had a pair of, of actual balls uh, when it came to riding <laughs> a mountain bike, or, uh, or a tougher suspension. Or, or no, believe me, this is, tougher suspension is not going to make me do it. It would be—it would be the, the the testicular fortitude. Still,
1: well done, do mountain bikes yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's the testicular fortitude to just drop it and say fuck it. And uh, sometimes that's just not going to happen. Um, so tell me a little yeah. bit about the – Oh, go ahead.
3: I was going to say the suspension thing is actually interesting because last year I went to Winter Park on my way back from the OMA that was in Sturgis and uh, I just rented one of the downhill bikes that they have there and I didn't really feel comfortable on that downhill or on that banana peel trail with the full downhill bike and this year I was just on my Specialized Enduro which is basically just a long travel trail bike and I did the whole line on just a six inch travel bike and was completely comfortable on it. So. It uh, it isn't necessarily about how much travel you have, as much as like you were saying, how big your balls and, are. And I the, guess yeah.
1: and the dampening. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not it's not how big it is. It's how you use it. I think that's how the the saying goes.
3: Yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so I, I want to know about the moto mayhem. So this was it's just I, it's cool that you were able to do this. That you were able to fit this in kind of on your little your little journey across the country. But uh, we found out that this was happening like right after Seat Time Adventures. You know, we were in there in Colorado. We were riding. All of a sudden, we had guys reaching out to us. Hey, come to this event. And we're like, oh, shit, we're, we're leaving. Uh, you know, we, we can't make it down. So tell us a little bit about this event. Was it fun? Was it cool? Is it something that you w- would return and do again?
3: Yeah, uh, the event was actually super cool. Um, all the promoters, all the guys that had anything to do with putting on the event were awesome. Just totally stoked to have us there. And then the fans were even better. I mean, it, it's kind of sad to say, but I think the fans were more into it and more excited about it than like most of the other just, you know, AMA indoor crosses that I go to. So it was cool to kind of see this little community in Colorado that was just so pumped to have this race there and have some, uh, you know, some pretty decent riders show up. And, uh, you know, we had a good time. The first night was the. the they called it the prologue but it was really just night one of two racings because they combined scores from the first night and the second night right. and they uh, they built an awesome course in like right on Main Street in downtown Monstros and it was it was actually pretty fun like it was when I heard about it I was like oh you know they'll probably have some logs and tires but but they actually built like some pretty legit obstacles that were uh, were pretty gnarly I mean some of them that not everybody there was doing them which I, I didn't expect, but it was cool.
0: No, it is pretty epic. Um, and, and I think I saw a couple pictures from that, too. I mean, like, it seemed like even on the, the prologue you're talking about there in the, the city streets, they had a pretty good turnout.
3: Yeah, they did. And, I mean, they uh, on the prologue, it was basically we just used one or two blocks of, uh, of the street, and it was just lined with people all the way around the whole track. And then even the next night at the fairgrounds where they had the second night of racing, the stands there were packed and like you had it was part of the the little fair they had going on and um, they had a bunch of uh, they were like auctioning off a bunch of animals and stuff like that and there was just people coming over from that that never watched dirt bikes before in their life and they were so pumped on it
0: epic yeah see I I don't know why we can't have stuff like that in, in normal cities around the country why does Colorado have to have everything cool (laughs)
1: I know, right? Well, you got to remember, in Montrose, Colorado, there's a whole lot of there's probably not a lot of other shit to do. You know, that's like the county fair, the the state fair there in Montrose, and uh, it's beautiful country. You've got Ohio Pass, you know, up to the Alpine Trail, and and uh, that's like the the key down to get to Uray and it's just beautiful country down there. Um, But you know, here in Texas, you got high school football, you've got pro football, you've got. You know, everything, everything, everything competes, and um, they just drain off the uh, the spectators. Huh. Football. I don't know. I tried to play peewee football. Oh, he died. <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a joke. Oh. Me and peewee football. Oh, my God. If you can imagine a wave just crashing over a kid. That, that was, was me playing peewee football. It was so,
0: terrible. Um, <laughs> A couple other bits before we let you go. Obviously, we're going to talk about the TKO coming up, um, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the GoPro Hero session. Yeah. Because I may not be—I'm not going to say that I'm on the negative side. I'm just—I'm in the middle. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm right in the middle on this thing, and so I want you to tell <laughs> me about it. I want you to—I want you to sell me on it. Like, just do your best to sell me on this Hero session.
3: All right. Well, if you like putting cool stuff in tight places, then you should get a Hero Four session.
0: Well, that's that's you know me all too well, Taylor Robert. <laughs> You're like, Testicular fortitude. Shove tight things in small cool, places. Cool things in tight <laughs> places. Yeah, cool no, things in tight a, places. All right. So I'm gonna get yeah. a Dyson fan, and shit's gonna get weird.
3: <laughs> no, I mean the the camera's cool. It it's i mean a lot of people didn't realize this when they came out with the camera but it's not designed to be like their most badass camera that they have it's it is their entry-level camera now and it's not replacing any of their other cameras it's just another camera in addition to what they already make and it it's just something that's a little bit i don't even know if if i would say user-friendly is the right term but it's just simpler in the fact that there's one button you hit the button it turns it on you hit the button it turns it off and uh and it's small and light, so like I personally like running it because I do. I tend to get myself in tight situations, and I uh, I like running the Hero4 session under my visor where it fits perfectly, and then I don't have to worry about catching it on trees or or banners or other riders or whatever.
0: <laughs> I could see that being a very big positive, being Especially able to have the it underneath. Yeah, underneath the visor. Um, and not be, you know, in the way as much. Now, we've seen a lot of guys, specifically a lot of the mountain bikers, you see them at Red Bull Rampage and stuff, you know, where they run just the frames. Um, they'll run them underneath their visor, but then you start getting the plastic bits on there and everything. It just gets all bulky and shit. So, so here's here's my little bit of a thing. I don't, I don't really know if it's a negative comment. It's just a comment, is that you can get the hero for silver for four hundred dollars and you get an LCD background uh, LCD you know on the back and you get a shit ton of options uh, you know options that yep. obviously most people wouldn't be able to use yep. but then you get a session for the same four hundred dollars you actually yep. get a lot less features yeah we can hear you Taylor
3: okay sorry I didn't all I heard you say was hero you can get a hero for silver and then you were
0: gone Nobody, nobody, nobody likes somebody who likes to talk too much, ta- uh, Taylor. Went around a mountain. Right? Yeah. Coming around a mountain, buddy. Is he still there, Steven? Can you hear him?
1: He's still there. He's not nothing.
0: Hey, hey, Taylor, talk to me.
3: Like, every.
0: We're losing him! Do you want to try to call him with Skype and get off the Wi Fi? For him, anyway?
1: Let's just try it. This is obviously shit. Well, it gives me a
0: chance. We're going to call to, you
1: back. Go ahead. To say, remember, I, uh, my Hero 3 Black, I thought was dead meat because I <laughs> tipped the four-wheeler over into a mud puddle. Yep. And, and it went under like about 18 inches of water and, and didn't work and everything. But I took it home, dried it out, recharged the battery. Works perfectly. Really, uh, and it wasn't in the. It, it wasn't was in the, it waterproof, in the case. waterproof case. Was it in our case? It, no. Well, it was in a in a uh, like a black zipper bag, you know, repellent but not resistant. But it it was wet. But it wouldn't work at first. But it survived. Huh. Well, that's I good. I think we got him coming up. We have got something. But uh, I mean, I was I was impressed with how rugged they are.
0: Oh, yeah, and that's one of the things, is those guys are always rugged. There's nothing to say that those wouldn't be wouldn't be rugged. Uh, and now he's calling me. <laughs> oh, uh, they just never listen, the do mic. they, Steven?
1: Put your phone by the mic.
0: They just don't ever listen.
1: Do you have, you
0: have his number in there? We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, uh, so I'm just like... I'm not sold on the price of the session. That's kind of my biggest uh, hiccup in this whole situation is that the session costs $400, which is the exact same cost as the the Hero 4 Silver. Um, you get a lot less features. Um, I, I would have almost rathered it be you get 720 you get 1080 you don't get slow-mo, you get some pictures and some time lapses, and it's
1: 200 bucks. Yeah. Kinda of like the one that came from the skin diving area. Yeah. It's 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 specific to being literally the in the
0: entry yeah. in <laughs> specific to being the entry level. I the tell him please record yeah, your
1: message when you finished recording. Oops. It will not hang up. But you know what I'm I'm really enjoying now with some of the helmet cams and whatnot is I got so tired of just watching half an hour of some guy riding down a trail. Right. I mean that just got so boring so fast. But now we're doing some clever things with them, like putting them on the back fender. That end this time? Hmm? At the town, please. Re- I can't hear it, so I've got to. unmute um, it. But but people are coming up with more innovative ways now to use them, other than just sticking them on their helmet until a tree knocks it off. Um, I mean that just got so boring. People would bring them to meetings, and you just see half an hour of this trail riding these trees going i gets boring real quick yeah
0: and it's weird because people will watch like
1: they'll watch their own
0: uh, no I, it's dude, like home no, movies no, no
1: at first at first everybody was fascinated
0: no believe me i run a youtube channel i know what people watch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steven runs a youtube channel we know what people watch people will watch it now granted they won't watch all of it. Now, there is, there right. obviously is a trickle effect. Right. You know, it's just a bell curve. You know, people watch so much of the beginning and then it tapers off. Absolutely. But, you know, if you're looking to make money off your YouTube channel, you can
1: still do it with those kinds of videos. But it'd be so much better if they would edit with multiple camera angles. and Like you guys did with the comparison of the KTM with the Yamaha. You know, you were taking pictures of Jordan behind you, ahead of you. You'd cut from one to the other, and it was interesting to watch. But to yeah. just stick it on your hey, helmet buddy. and go.
0: What's you back? up? You back? Well, you know, Hi. we we were having a whole discussion about the hero session, and I was just figuring you probably don't need to hear it. You know, you're <laughs> you're a GoPro athlete. I don't need to tell you about my woes. <laughs> you know, oh, unless unless you can get me in touch with somebody. That wants to send us one, and then I can try it, and I can be proven wrong. Yeah, okay. I'm fine, okay. With, I'm fine with that, too. And I, I don't need to keep it. I can send it back.
1: But he did miss, miss my testimonial on how tough they are.
0: You, you, you
3: can play with mine this weekend if you want.
1: Go on. Your cool one that goes in tight
0: places?
3: Yeah. I mean, as long as you let me play with yours, too.
0: All right. I can, I'll, I'll bring you my original one. And I'll play with your new okay. one His will be bigger <laughs> Yeah, mine will be bigger
3: Oh <laughs> Alright <laughs> way more, Mine's way more efficient though
0: Oh Yeah, know. that's true
1: That's true He had to get his fixed
0: <laughs> Yeah, but all I yeah, All I have to do is push yours once You gotta push mine a couple times
1: I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing But we'll just go with it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want one under my visor I know, yeah, yeah Mine will be in your face the whole time Moving right along. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how was the ISTE <laughs> training camp? Oh, we lost him again. Son of a...
1: Don't drive through Kentucky. Wait, ever. I can, he's still so how it? was
0: the ISTE training camp?
1: Must not have been very good. Silence. Yeah. You there? I hate
0: radio, bro. Just shoot me.
1: I'm pulling it together. Isn't that router made in oh, China? Man. There yeah. it is. Nope. In and out.
3: Uh, it was good. It was really slippery. I felt like a fish out of water. Um, but I think it was really good and a wet grass and tree roots and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, so no no more riding in Ohio for you then, huh? Hello? No more riding in Ohio for you? that's probably a signal. Well, we're just going to kill it because this is obviously going downhill quickly. So, Taylor Roberts is going to ride the TKO. Yeah, we're still here. Nope, he's not. So, we're just going to kill it because I'm tired of this. So, Taylor Roberts is going to be riding the TKO this weekend. Obviously, he's been getting second he was kind of, he's the new Cody Webb in the sense that Cody Webb got second place to Mike Brown for a while, mm-hmm. and Cody Webb's been winning for a while. Now, we've seen Taylor Roberts get second for the past 2 years. So, you know, Taylor Roberts Obviously has talent when it comes to this. Um, He's he's been learning. He's now a couple years under the KTM banner. He's got a lot more uh, practice on the bike. Obviously doing his little fun trips with Mitch. He's probably in a super great mood. He's not flying in. He's not all stressed. He's been having a great time. Um, So hopefully that's good training for him. Hopefully conditioning? Can you Um,
1: imagine the condition he'll be in? Oh, I know.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. All that altitude training too. Yep. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But then at the same time, we know Cody Webb is just dominant. Like, it's just, he just goes to that race and kicks its butt. So, it's going to be super exciting. Um, ways to follow the event. Obviously, this is the Kinda Tennessee Knockout. So, Kinda Tires, they have an Instagram, they have Facebook, they are going to be posting stuff. The Tennessee Knockout has their own. Uh, social media platforms, you can follow all of those. Of course, Seat Time, you can follow Seat Time. We are going to be out there. We're going to be posting stuff. We will be doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of filming. We'll be doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of pictures. So definitely look for that. We are going to be leaving early Friday morning uh, to head out to the venue. Hopefully we're there around 5 or 6 on Friday afternoon. Get a chance to kind of walk the first couple miles of what we will ride then or race on Saturday um, and kind of see how it goes. It's gonna be me, Dad, and James. You guys have seen James Hill and a lot of the footage that we've put out. He used to be able to come on the couch a lot. He's unfortunately working a lot of third shifts nowadays, so he can't uh, make it to be on the show that much anymore. Um, but we're gonna have fun. We've got a lot. We've got a whole Texas contingency going again. I don't think we have as many this year as we had last year, um, but we still have a really good conti- Excuse me, contingency going
1: up. So you have a smaller outlaw. We do. We do. We don't have a class A.
0: We <laughs> yeah, the, the class year. A
1: outlaw last year. We have a class C. E. So uh, are you going to
0: have your Inspire?
1: Yes, indeedy. Uh oh, got him all ready to go. Got a lot of footage that hopefully will get uh, people be able to see from Colorado, and uh, be able to get him out there and take some. As long as there's no forest fires or airplanes or, you know, I mean these poor darn quads are getting a bad rep in the in the news, but. To use them responsibly they're fabulous tools they're wonderful tools yeah they're a lot of fun but like anything else irresponsible use is going to ruin it for everybody so if you're out there you're trying to learn how to fly with i hate the word drone can't stand the word drone they're quadcopters is what they really are they're radio control quadcopters that can you can do almost anything you want with them But please do it responsibly so the rest of us will be able to continue doing it too.
0: Yeah, don't screw it up for the masses. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to have a fist in the fight.
1: 80-20 rule. 80% of your problems come from 20% of your people no matter what it is.
0: There you go. That sounds like math and I immediately just shut it out and we just move forward. I look forward to it though. We got some really cool footage. Uh, using the Inspire on the last day there in Colorado. So mm-hmm. uh, Dad will be able to get some cool footage on Saturday while we're uh, out racing in the amateur program. And then, of course, while we are uh, out doing pictures and videos and stuff on Sunday, we'll be able to get even more. So it's going to be a good time. Of course, uh, I think the hashtag for the event is the TKO Enduro. Um, obviously, it's not our event, so I'm not 100% on that, but we'll be using that as well. Um, what? You look disappointed. No. It was like a, oh.
1: Looking forward to it. All right.
0: It's going to be a good time, man. It really is. Um, And if you are even thinking about it, you don't need to compete in it. It really is a fun spectator. uh, It's a spectator-friendly event. It's really cool, Um, and it's a lot of fun. So I hope that you guys are there. I hope you come join us and have a bunch of fun with us. Of course, we did the Raw video last year. We're going to do another Raw video. We did the photo epic last year. We're going to do another photo epic this year. I think we're going to do a couple more things as well. So it's going to be busy, but that's what we do. We have fun with it, so create some media for, for the frenzies out there in the world.
1: And I have a picture I want to show. Oh, right now? You know, in, in, in addition to all these other things, there's a lot of nostalgic type events. ARMA, AMA, and they're looking at, you know, a lot of the old time, you mm-hmm. know, like the mm-hmm. Can-Am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, riding old farts on old bikes kind of thing. And I, I have this picture that I thought was just so sexy. Stephen, can I put this by the camera? Just hand it to Stephen. Now, as you look at this picture, forget forget the young lady, okay? Young ladies that are attractive you can find anywhere. What you're looking at is one of the most beautiful motorcycles ever made. That bullet tank that Honda came out with, first on the S90 and then on the 65. That's what that is, a 65. I saw that picture and my mouth just dropped open. I had one of those. And they're just, my first dirt bike, by the way, was an S90. Hmm. Um, They're just gorgeous. Did did it come with a lady? No, Hmm. it came with me. And it was black and it was sexy. But man, those bikes are beautiful. And if you ever get a chance to go to those races, they very often have swap meets. You can actually go buy one of these. People have been putting these things back together, refurbished, that's how I got the Can-Am. you know, if if you're an old, old guy like me and you're used, you want a CB 160. Everybody wants a CB 160. The only thing I've never been able to see is a twin jet 100. But go to these old events, take a look at the stuff. The one at Barber every year for ARMA is amazing, and then the museum at Barber is there too. So, you know, in addition to all the new stuff, the hard stuff, take a look at some of the old stuff that that is still pretty popular, and surprisingly fast. Yeah. Like the 400KM? Holy shit. Yeah, I never was the second one into the first turn <laughs> at the hair scrambles. That motorcycle was amazing.
0: Yeah. They Still have fun. it.
1: Still runs.
0: Just needs an uncracked gas tank. So. There you go. All right. So, seat time. Episode 176. Got a chance to. So, thank you to Kinda for their sponsorship of the awesome Kinda TKO training event uh congratulations to our winner willop or jay willop i have no idea what his real name is instagram doesn't have it we'll figure it out so of course johnny walker big thanks to him it's going to be really cool to see him come into the states and compete at the tennessee knockout i'm super super excited for that and then of course thanks for taylor robert jumping in there obviously they're driving across country it's just just bad signals man you got to do what you can when you're making it happen so we appreciate them taking the time uh finding a way to make it work while we can Of course, this is Seat Time. You can find us at SeatTime.co the website. That is where we archive everything. And then, of course, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on all little social networks, and then YouTube. YouTube is a really good place to subscribe because then, of course, you get all the alerts, uh, notifications as soon as we upload something new. And, of course, we're always uploading something new. You will see another teaser from Day 3, Seat Time Adventures, this Friday as we are off and away to the Tennessee Knockout. So that'll be a lot of fun. So we really appreciate it. Of course, huge, huge thanks to the guys over at Fly Racing, flyracing.com. You can go learn more about those guys. Of course, USA, so KindaTire.com to learn more about the tires that they do offer. We will be seeing them at the TKO this weekend. And then, of course, Stillwell Performance. Stillwellperformance.com is the best way to go ahead and get your off-road suspension awesome. We're seeing a lot of the 2016 bikes. So think about it. 2016 bikes. If your four CS on the KTM's and the Huskies is just is not up to par. If you're not happy with it, call, email Stillwell at stillwellperformance.com, and get your suspension taken care of and enjoy your off-road riding that much more. So not we think not them. just KTM's and Huskies, but but that's definitely a huge specialization. Some of the it's Air force, force and the others are. Those four CS's are just finicky sometimes, and it just doesn't work for people. So that's a good way to do it. Just check it out. Um, of course, thank you very much. We will be live again next weekend as we talk about the TKO and all the stuff that went down. Then we maybe we'll take a break after that. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see how things happen to go. Of course, then there's with the Jack Pine Enduro on August 23rd, so I guess we'll have to talk about that after it happens. I'm going to think on it. I'm going to think on it. We've got stuff coming up. But thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week and this weekend. Peace.